Welcome to Today Forward, a teaching ministry to help you begin living a life of victory starting today. Scripture says, forget those things which are behind and reach forward to those things which are ahead. As you hear the Word of God and receive your own understanding, you'll become equipped to put the past behind you and move today forward. And now here's Terry and Mitch. Terry, the Lord's going to direct us in a path of understanding what boldness is and how Jesus and Paul were always attacked by Satan through men, but through boldness and confidence in the power of the Holy Spirit working in them, they were able to overcome what was attacking them. And you know, it's no different for us today, is it, Terry? Not at all. There are plenty of people under the influence of Satan who are wanting to tear down the Word of God because of Satan's influence. They're in darkness. They don't know a lot of times what they're doing, but they are attacking the Word of God. Words can be positive or they can be negative. Words can tear you down. I can tear you, tear you down without even punching you in the face by using my words. And I can build you up much the same way, not even touching you physically. Isn't that awesome? That revelation of the power of the word. And if we get the power of the word of God behind our thoughts and what we're saying, Satan doesn't have a chance. That's why he comes against, against us through political correctness or whatever you want to call it. That's true because in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 19, talks about spiritual warfare. And I find it interesting that Paul was wanting the church to pray for him. And this is the only time that, that we see where Paul is asking for prayer. And the prayer he's asking for is boldness. So in Ephesians 6, 19, I'd like to read verses 19 through 20. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in change, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. And I was beginning to meditate upon this word boldly. And I went to my Bible dictionary to look it up to get a little more insight. And it was a very simple definition. The definition is simply speaking freely and with confidence. This is what Paul was wanting the church to pray, that he would not succumb to the pressures of their time of political correctness. Because he was going against the doctrines of the church. He was going against the way of the world. Because they were being hateful to him. They were being mean. They were mean to Jesus. Well, they wanted to destroy our Lord, and they wanted to destroy Paul. But that was, it goes back to the garden, and there's nothing new under the sun. Satan came against Eve. He added to the word is what he did in Genesis 3. And that's that same old attack that he continues to use on us daily. He's just that thorn in the flesh that Paul talks about. Pain. <laughs> that's trying that's a, to tear us down. That's a good point. The attacks come from Satan. Yes. I guess what we're wanting to get across here is we want people to identify where those attacks are coming from, and they're coming from Satan. Yes. It's being disguised. It's being 
clouded or hidden so that we don't see the real truth uh, where the real war is going on. And so I guess what we're trying to say is political correctness is the new avenue now for Satan to work through. Sure. He's always trying to trick us. Uh, what does Scripture say? The wiles of the devil. It's just lies and deceit in any way, in any avenue that he can use. He'll try it. But it all starts with words. So this whole thing about being politically correct is just another ploy to try to divide families, to divide friendships. Our nation. Our nation. And ultimately the world. Yes, because Satan hates anything that's of God. He can't overcome it because he's already been defeated, but he just keeps fighting. How ignorant can you get? You've been defeated, but you keep fighting. But that's what he is. And he gets in our heads through our thoughts and words to try to stop us so that we're not bold. And that's exactly what he was always after Paul and our Lord also. And it still continues on that Satan's still after us to restrict our boldness with political correctness. When we're behind the pulpit or when we're ministering to someone, Satan is trying to stifle this. He's trying to throw in lies. But Jesus says the truth will set us free. That's right. And the Lord spoke the ultimate truth. He was attacked by Satan, but he was God and he was man. But we're born again and have the spirit of God, but we're in this flesh realm that we continue to fight. And that's the only inroad that Satan has into our lives is through thoughts and words that come through the flesh that, or, or even physical battles, illness or disease or something like that. That's his only tool. So has the church lost its spiritual discernment to recognize good and evil anymore? Well, I hope not totally. Have we been so influenced by the world that we're afraid to tell the truth any longer? I think think there really is a lot of truth to what you're saying. Because we lack boldness. We lack confidence in the power of the Holy Spirit. This is what Paul struggled with because we have scripture in Corinthians, first and second Corinthians, and in the book of Acts, that talks about this. That Paul was always combating the lies of the devil, always combating this. He was fighting hate speech all the time. And sometimes it even became physical. Absolutely. I can imagine Paul preaching to a group of believers and opening their eyes and, uh, A band of Roman soldiers walks in the back of the room. (laughs) Do you keep proclaiming your boldness in that situation? And my mind is kind of running ahead of me here, but I know Paul would look and had to have seen, oh man, if I keep down this road, (laughs) I'm going to be out there getting flogged again or, you know, whatever. But in our modern day, you just touched on it. Do we, and it's happened to me, brother. I've been in front of people. And I'll be saying something, and I'll notice a person sitting there, and I'm thinking, if I say this, he might not like it, or she might not like it. But if I'm teaching in love, I do not let that affect me, or I shouldn't. 
But the attacks were coming from the church. His biggest attacks were coming from the Jewish people. A lot of our attacks also come from our Christian brothers and sisters in the church that have been influenced by the world. I think this is a point we want to make. There you go. The influence of the world has affected the body of Christ to where they're thinking the way of the world and walking in the the way of the world, which is controlled by Satan, that is affecting their way of thinking. They've lost confidence in the power of the Holy Spirit working in their life. That's where my mind was right then when you said that. They have let the influence of the Holy Spirit be overshadowed by the world around them. Or their flesh is just given up. And we're fighting a battle here. We're in a battle for the hearts and minds of people. I still think we've lost discernment. Because if we're yes. not listening to the Holy Spirit, then we're allowing things to creep into our mind and in our churches. They're not of God, and we're thinking they're of God because they sound good. And what they do is restrict us. They take away our boldness. They take away our confidence because we're looking at, at the world and say it's, it's in such turmoil. And then what does that cause? It causes anxiety and depression. We're supposed to be discerning in our spirits, and if we've lost that, we're lost and undone like the rest of the world. That's why it's so important to understand the fruit of the Spirit that lives within us. The love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, the gentleness, the meekness, and kindness that lives within us. And also important to understand the gifts of the Spirit that live within us. Understanding, again, I say this a lot, Mitch, but understanding who we are and what we have now in Christ. We've been translated into the kingdom of God. We've been born again by His Spirit. We're new creatures in Christ. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. And we have to focus in on that so that the boldness of the Word will bubble up out of us. It's this intense battle that's going on in the supernatural realm at all times. I really believe that. And manifesting in the flesh. Yes. And that's what's causing chaos in our society and in the throughout the world is this spiritual warfare is going on and it's under the eyes of political correctness right now because this is how satan is operating and then we let the world influence the church instead of the church influencing the world precisely and that's exactly what satan wants to do turn everything upside down call evil good and good evil Our minds, though, if we're not in the Word of God and renewing our mind to what we have in Christ, we are going to get caught up into all this. You're going to get sucked in like a giant vortex. I ain't kidding you. Because it's easy to do. I know how much time we spend in the Word and how at times we recognize that this is not of God. And Satan ultimately is here to kill, steal, and destroy. So what we do, the words that are being spoken, is it edification, exhortation, and comfort? If it's hate and it's evil, we know this is not of God. Because this is why it's important to understand the fruit of the Spirit. This is God's character. This is who He is. So, Mitch, what happens is the church becomes influenced by the world, and then the Word of God then becomes of none effect. Yes. Because of the traditions of men, all of these wrong teachings that have crept in, to the church 
because of not focusing on the Spirit of God that's in us, relying on the world instead of the Spirit. We can go right back to Paul's prayer. He was telling the saints to pray for something specific for him. It had to do with his mind. Being able to control his thoughts, his emotions, his imaginations to speak boldly. Because he knew this was spiritual warfare. Because when you go back up, it's talking about spiritual warfare. You pray for me that I'll have boldness. And it's for the church today. We need to pray we have boldness. You were backing up there in chapter 6 of Ephesians? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's so good. When we talk about spiritual warfare. Right. You know, you can have the best armor, the best sword, but if you're not the warrior within the armor, we've talked about that. We did a whole teaching on that. You got to have boldness to fight the good fight. And boy, that scripture really speaks to me. Man, that's good stuff. It is. The warrior within has to be on guard against those words, against political correctness sneaking in. And identifying it. You have to be able to identify it. And the only way you're able to identify this is through the Word of God. Understanding our position. Understanding I can hear from the Holy Spirit to recognize good and evil. Every Christian has this living within them. The Holy Spirit of God lives within you. Now learn to listen to the Holy Spirit (laughs) and identify the good and evil. That should be a comforting thought to all who are listening to this teaching. The Holy Spirit of God is in us. Learn to listen. Tune out that world. Listen to the Spirit of God in you. I think what happens, Terry, because I can relate to this and you can too, We get anxious sometimes because of words are so powerful that we'll hear something on the news and then we begin to get frustrated and have anxiety. And if you meditate upon it long enough, it'll affect your mind. It'll get in you. And so what we're trying to say here is be able to identify when you're listening to the news, and I recommend you don't listen to a whole lot of it. (laughs) It's pretty bad. (laughs) And when you do, use discernment. Use discernment. Listen to what they're saying and listen to what the Holy Spirit's telling you and trying to reveal to you whether this is a truth or a lie. If it's hateful and ugliness, you know that's not from God. I think everything's just all upside down right now because Satan has just really influenced our minds so much. And what I'm saying, we're the, the light of the world, like you said earlier. And we need to be able to identify the ungodliness so we can minister to the world because they're held captive by all this. I'm thinking of Luke 4.18 again, how Jesus came to set the captives free and mend the brokenhearted. And by being hateful and ugly, that's not doing this. And we have been set free, but we just don't know it. Or we don't practice it or something. There's a disconnect there. We have not developed what's in us to dominate the physical realm because of what comes against us in this world. We're in this world, but we're not of this world. So the world is always trying to drag us back to where it wants us to be. That's what this whole thing about political correctness is. It's just trying to Turn things upside down. 
political correctness is trying to tell us a lie is a truth. Yes. And really, it's not. It's a lie and comes from Satan. Because John 10.10, Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. And I think we have forgotten this because we've gotten wrapped up into the world. Mitch, it hasn't been that long ago that I finally realized that I was influenced by the world with creation and how they were trying to tell us that the world was millions of years old. And one day I was just, no, none of that is true. But you hear it all the time and the kids get bombarded with this. The earth is millions of years old and the earth is precious and it's created by God. He knew how many people were going to walk on the face of the earth when he created. He created oxygen enough for everybody to breathe. The world distorts all of this, and it keeps pounding away and pounding away. And if we don't pound back... Speaking boldly. Yes. Satan is doing all this pounding. He's doing all this corruption. It's in the school system. It's in our government. In every avenue, Satan has crept in. He's, he's creeping into the churches in every arena. And what we're trying to say, identify this. Recognize where this is coming from. We have the power and authority like Paul was praying and telling the saints to pray for him. We have this power and authority. Give us boldness. I'm going to speak freely, not hatefully, but freely the truth. And it's going to be in love. And we start with the church. You tell them the truth. Yes. Tell them the truth. And you do it in love, but you do it in boldness with firmness. We've gotten so wishy-washy that there are times when I go, what's the use? (laughs) You know? But we're not to become weary in well-doing. We press on to the mark. We fight the good fight. How many times was Paul beaten? Oh, more than, more than I ever want to be. And look at the problems that he was having in the churches. Satan was infiltrating the churches and causing havoc. People were turning away, wanting to go back to the old religion. Some were wanting to go back to the idols. Some were wanting to go back to doing sacrifices again. And so Paul was constantly being attacked. And so this is nothing new under the sun. I just had a thought that ran ahead of you, is that in all of that, Paul was able to write half of the New Testament and give us these awesome words today that we can live by and use him as an example. If Paul can do this, we can do this. We just have to be bold. We have to be confident. He knew the word of God. He knew the truth. And the truth set him free. It was giving him confidence. It was giving him boldness. And the key ingredient was the Holy Spirit of God living within him that made this possible. And I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit is greater than the spirit that roams around here on earth. If we'll get this in our minds, the Spirit of God that lives within every believer is greater than the spirit that roams here on the earth and influencing people. We just have to recognize it and be bold and say, that's enough. Speak boldly. Satan is always trying to distort things. Government was created by God 
for our protection. Yes. And now in this convoluted world we live in, we're almost afraid of the government. Isn't that crazy? And a lot of us just do to the fact we haven't paid attention to the Word of God. People in government, because it's people that yes. run the government, it's individuals. Satan has influenced their minds, taking control of them, where they're not being led by the Holy Spirit of God any longer, or if they ever were. And so they're doing what Satan's telling them to do. This is why we're having all the turmoil. This is why we're having all the problems in our government, in other governments, and in the entire world, because Satan has been so influential in people's minds and in government, we've lost the light, so to speak. The reason we have government as well is to control evil. And now the government's becoming evil. Mitch, it's like a speed limit on a highway. Say it's 55 mile an hour. That's good. But if you break that, that's bad. But government was meant for good. And as soon as man gets outside of that realm, you get outside of the realm of the speed limit, there are consequences to pay. And so our government has gone beyond? Gotten out of the realm of what God intended it to be. There you go. They started putting their own ideas into things, didn't they? Which were influenced by Satan. That's right. They didn't let their thoughts be God's thoughts. They got over there in the world. They got influenced by man. And we mentioned this earlier, that there's plenty of men that are being influenced by Satan who will come against you in the natural. And so this is a spiritual warfare we're going through, isn't it? It's spiritual. But the Christian, the body of Christ is focused in on the flesh and forgotten. This is a spiritual warfare we're going through. We've looked at what has manifested in the flesh and not recognized this political correctness is from Satan. What's going on in our government is of Satan. And so we need to refocus. We need to focus and listen to the Holy Spirit of God and pray like Paul did. Paul instructed the church to pray for him, but we can pray for our country because this is the power that we have. We can pray for leaders to be put into positions of authority. And I want to add this. Do not have any preconceived notions on what you think a leader should be, other than is he being led by the Holy Spirit? Are our leaders trying to work within the system that is corrupt? Because if the system's corrupt... You've got to clean it up. You've got to clean it up. And it may not be very pretty on how it's cleaned up. That's right. That's right. And so it took us a long time to get in this mess. And it's going to take a while to get out of this mess that we're in. Right. And so we have to keep this in mind as well. Things aren't going to just change overnight. And also, Satan's not going to give up without a fight. It's going to be ugly. It'll be ugly. It'll be ugly. It's ugly in the world as well, isn't it? Oh, man. In other countries. Oh, Mitch. It's awful. And it gets ugly in our churches, for goodness sakes. (laughs) But we don't give up. We keep going. Fight the good fight. That's it. That's it. You know, I love Paul when he talks about the soldier and athlete. And and going back to the soldier, if he had all the armor of God on, 
and went to sleep at the wheel, you're going to get attacked. And this is all what we're talking about is, is letting our guard down, letting a word get into our mind and causing doubt and unbelief to creep in. And if you don't stay on guard, have somebody with you also so that that you can be built up that you that's why it says don't forsake the gathering together of the brethren because you got to have support when you're in a battle i mean you got to have your brother on watching the back door so to speak i mean you got to have some help don't do this alone because your mind will run away with you thinking i'm the only one here that was the great prophet in the Old Testament. I'm the only one. Yes. And the Lord had put, what, 5,000 in caves? And, and so, yeah, we'll get into that me against the world attitude, and it's not. No. There are a lot of Christians who have good intention, well-meaning, and they just need a little guidance. They just need a little support. Get the right teaching in them. Get the right word Read the Word of God. If they don't understand it, go to someone who does, who has a little more background or whatever. But it's all about that battle that goes on in the mind. It's God's Spirit that's in us that's doing the work. Let Him work for us. We have the high ground. We have the victory. We have the power of the Holy Spirit living within us. And all we have to do is believe in this power that lives within us. And believe when we pray that those prayers will be answered. Just believe. Believe. Have boldness. Have confidence. Just like Paul.